Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Okay, so hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper Lit Podcast. Today I have a lovely guest with me. I have got Sinead or the Wellness Gal. I feel like I just called you the Wellness Gal now. <laughs> um, but if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Yes, so I am Sinead, the Wellness Gal. I'm a confidence and mindset coach. I support women to step into their full being, becoming their most authentic, true self, not shying away from challenges or the judgments or fears that might be stopping them living their dream life. And I'm also a Reiki and energetic practitioner. So I run different meditations and groups like that. Okay, cool. And how, I like I like this question, like how did you get there? Like how did you get to that? Like have you always been super confident or like what's the crack no not at all like the complete opposite honestly if you had to have told me five or six years ago that I would be sitting on a podcast talking about confidence I would just laugh at you because I was that girl that was so not confident that I created the biggest like protection for myself sarcasm was my default it's like I can get in there first so that you know I can hide away behind that protection exactly yeah absolutely and so I moved to Sydney five years ago and thought I was going to leave all of that behind me as you do my baggage won't come with me but that was not true at all and after about 18 months here I was in a really low space I was isolating myself I didn't want to be going places I was projecting a lot of my lack of work the lack of confidence on my partner and it just wasn't a great space at all so I started working with a coach and she helped me understand so many things about myself and from there I've just done so much work on myself and over the last few years has just become more and more confident in myself I know who I am I trust myself 100% I believe in myself and what I do and when I started to see that this stuff actually really, really works and that you can learn this. I was like, I need need to show everybody else. I need to help other people because I know what it's like to be there. And now I know what it's like to be here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's why, why we've got into this. And Yeah, that's what we're going to kind of talk about today, I suppose, is like that confidence and like stepping from that past version of yourself but maybe for people listening the version that they are now into that more confident version and like I love that you said it there like you can learn to do this like it's possible for everybody and I think people think when they look at like for example you Sinead I would look and be like oh my god she's so confident like she knows who she is like she knows like you know she teaches other people to do this you think that they just come from a place of knowing that when in reality that's not really the case um and it's often not the case because I think the best teachers are the ones who actually know the other side of it not just like the ones who are like born confident you know like if you can be born confident you know but I think the people who've been through the dark side of it often are the better teachers because they know how to like empathize and relate and then they can speak to you on that level so I definitely find when I consume your content that's what I get I'm like she's relatable I understand what she's saying and like maybe I want to feel that way too um so I think that's amazing to like have came how far you have so you should congratulate yourself (laughs) it is it's such a huge thing one thing that I want to talk about and one thing I do talk about a lot is like mindset and I always say like your mindset controls everything now I'm not a life coach but I know the power of your mindset in regards to what I do but I'm sure you see it in such a larger capacity but it also does relate into I think every aspect of your life 
And one thing that you always talk about is like mastering your mindset. Mm-hmm. Can you, I suppose, like give an example or talk to us about like how do you master your mindset or like what does that mean? Yeah, it's such it's such a good question because I think it's such a powerful statement or concept. I think we'll use weight loss for example. Okay, so you might be working with clients that really want to lose loads of weight. But if their mind is telling them that they can't, if their mind is telling them that this is hopeless, it's never going to work, you've always been this way, you will always be this way, then no matter what program they do, they're going to believe that. And that's why so many people fall off the bandwagon, whether it's with like um, weight loss journeys or with like different groups that they want to do or courses or hobbies or whatever that is, because we need to master the mindset first. And for me, mastering your mindset is just actively and consciously taking control of your thoughts, your beliefs, the stories that you're telling yourself, the language that you use, and aligning that to your goal and your vision. So instead of telling myself, I can't, it's like, I'm trying. I can, I will. I always say to people, if you're telling yourself that I can't lose this weight, change it to, I haven't lost this weight yet. Yeah. You know, it's like little, little shifts help us to change our thought processes. And the minute that you start to work on your mindset, everything else will start to fall into place. Your energy will shift. You'll start to be kinder to yourself. You'll want to show up. You'll motivation your motivation will come because people think I wake up in the morning I'm either motivated or I'm not I'm like motivation is a choice and we have to get there you know so the the stories and the conversations that you have within yourself that's your mind and we have something like 70,000 thoughts a day 90% of those are repetitive that's crazy isn't it So if I am thinking, God, I'm a shit person. And I'm thinking that same thought 90%, like on repetition, imagine how like much of an impact that has on me overall. So yeah, I think it, I I preach about it all the time. Like master your mindset and everything else will fall into place. Yeah, 100%. And I guess like, I like that you said there at the beginning was kind of more like, instead of us was saying things that are the opposite of what you think right now, like, instead of saying like, I hate myself to I love myself, Mm. trying different things that are like, getting you to say I love yourself, you know, it's like more step by step, like I am trying something different today and accepting that and then being like, I'm working towards it. And then whenever you get there, you can be like, I do love myself now. And this is why I'm doing it. But like, there's steps. And I think a lot of people cringe, like, I'll just be Mm. like, people are like, what, like, that's so cringy. But it's actually not like whenever, like to say I love yourself, like not a lot of people can say that. And it's okay, if you don't love yourself right now, but you love yourself enough deep down to, to, to want to change that's like big and you saying and trying to make those little changes I think speak volumes for anybody and that's what I always say because I think a lot of the time we hear like master your mindset and you're like what is she talking about like she's just trying to sell me a gimmick but actually like this is the shit that we're not taught in school like why are you not taught like how to listen to your own head like what is going on like I don't understand I feel like you get to a certain age in your 20s and like things just switch and you're like what like is this is this what adulthood is like now I get why people are so stressed or you get why people get so agitated you know when you're a kid you just think like life is just amazing all the time (laughs) maybe you don't but like you know a lot of the time you're living in airy fairyland 
but the older you get the more you're like why is my mindset playing with me so much and it's that repetition as you said of those beliefs that you're making in your head and saying over and over again how would you not believe it like if somebody sat beside you and said those things to you 70,000 times you'd be like okay well that must be true so it's like the exact same thing um no but I think that's really really helpful to see like how you can start mastering mindset I suppose those little incremental mm-hmm. steps to get there I suppose if there's somebody out there who's like you know very at the beginning of their journey they're like I need to or want to like make a change and I'm finding it really hard would you recommend like for you at that point like was it going to somebody that really helped you or do you think people can do this alone for me personally, there was no way I could do this alone. Yeah. I I always say like, you know, the first step in mastering your mindset is awareness. So becoming aware of those negative thoughts, becoming aware of the language you use. But a lot of people will become aware and they'll say, God, I'm so mean to myself. Or I'll say to them, you know, is your inner critic loud? Yeah, really loud. But that's it. That's it. And there's no next step. It's the same as like, I want to lose weight. Well, if what you've always done hasn't worked, make a change, work with a coach, get support. And the reason that I think it's so important to work with somebody is because when it gets uncomfortable and when it gets hard, you'll give up. Because that's where you reach the end of your comfort zone. And just outside your comfort zone is where growth happens and change happens and the shift comes. But the end of your comfort zone is so uncomfortable. And so you need a support. You need to be working with somebody to guide you and support you and to push you sometimes mm-hmm. to get to that other side, to, to be able to go a lot deeper, to help you see your blind spots, to ask you the questions that you're afraid to ask yourself and to really like support you to go there. Yeah, that's so true. I think as well, there's probably a bit of a stigma to be like a life coach, you know, whereas like now I think like, I'm just being realistic. Like that's what people would say to me back home. I'd be like, well, well, like there's like, it's amazing. You, you, It's not what you think it is. Like you probably think it's like, yes, man attitude, but it's not. It's like actually like looking inner in a form of like, it's not therapy, but like, I suppose positive reinforcement or like positive rerouting of your mindset I suppose like the next step beyond that because I often work with a lot of people and I I think I've said this to you before whenever we're co-work out like I refer out a lot like I refer out a lot to either therapists maybe other coaches that I believe can help them better or even like now more recently like mindset coaches because I'm like what you don't need is therapy and as much as mindset I can try and give to you I think you need to like break past these barriers and work with somebody who can really push you on that because you're doing this but you're holding yourself back literally with your mind like exactly like you could be or will be so much further if you work on this little thing very quickly and like for some people it's not a big barrier for others it's a huge but like mastering that little mindset and it might be me just saying that and then they're like the cogs turn and they start using little methods but some people just genuinely need a little bit of help and that push for 12 weeks or something to really call themselves out and be like like you said that sticky part where you're like Mm. I'm gonna give up here but it's that pushing through that and pushing beyond that. And I think that's really important to say as well, like the whole like self-improvement journey, the whole mindset journey. I don't think it ever ends, first of all. I don't think it ever ends. No. Like, I, I don't think that does happen. And also second, it's hard. It's hard. Like I know when the cogs start turning and you're like, okay, like actually I feel better like from what you maybe did feel like talking negative and even now you're talking a little bit better. Doesn't mean there's not days where you don't have those voices in your head, but you can accept them, I suppose, and neutralize them, I always say. A hundred percent. Like 
I love the way you worded that because it it's just so bang on. Like we never, well, I don't think that you ever get rid of no, you don't. That. You just learn to become aware of it, to manage it. You learn the tools and the skills to overcome it and to silence your critic. Notice that it's coming up. Notice in that actually that's not fact. That's a belief that I've heard along the way that you know maybe it was in my environment or my family home or something but it's not mine and now I get to choose how I respond to it but those beliefs will come up time and time again I can't tell you how many times I've talked well now that's that belief done and dusted with and I'm I'm healed from that and then something will come up and it's like oh but actually a layer to this and I've been doing this work for years so it, it still comes up yeah, it's just never ending, which is good though, because we're always reaching that next level and getting to that next space and going a bit further with it. Yeah, I suppose mindset and confidence probably do come hand in hand, but like, how do you think people become confident? Like, do you think it's like they'll come out there? Because I'm sure people master mindset and they're still not confident, you know? Like, they're not directly one leads to the other. I think one helps the other, but. Like you can have people who are so confident, but in the background, they're beating the shit out of themselves. Yes. But is that true confidence? No, no. That's my thing. I'm like, I totally, totally agree with you. And I would have thought that like, you see girls walk in and they're like, oh my God, I wish I had that level of confidence. And then you get chatting to them. You're like, oh, you're really, you're really insecure. You know, like there's actually a lot of stuff going on there for you. Um, and so I think that, and especially in my experience, but personally and the people that I've worked with, when you start to do the work, if you were perceived as a really confident person, as you do the work, you start to take down these barriers and you feel more secure, more safe to show your vulnerability and to show that, Hey, I don't know it all right now. And that's okay. Yeah. Don't have it all together. And that's okay. And that in itself is confidence. I think there's different layers to your confidence. So when you start doing the mindset work, you start building on it slowly. But to become 100% truly, fiercely confident, I think that takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill. And in my opinion, that's what confidence is. It's a skill. It is something that we have to learn and we have to practice every single day yeah no I like that and I like that it's so true I suppose like what I was nearly talking about at the start is like the perceived thought of confidence Mm -hmm. yeah I often see this especially in the social media world like there's so many people and even like myself as well included like there's people that you might look up to and you meet them in real life and you're like shit you're not confident at all like you come back and you see them on their social stories and they're like like I need to recharge my battery like I was really overwhelmed and they've got like thousands or like hundreds or literally some people have millions of followers and they're like I hate leaving my house and you're like well I think you're so confident through this YouTube screen but like in reality you're not at all and I think we have this perceived thought that like everyone in like online or in that space is like very confident or that girl that you know in work or whatever is really confident but when you peel back the layers you can start to become aware to be like actually you know everyone's going through their own little thing and that's not really confidence and I love what you said there was because I think it was actually Sinead Hegg that worded it and it was the first time that it was worded that I was like I can understand that you know it was that she basically was like confidence is literally doing something once and then repeating it again until you get like actually confident in it. and I was like I, that is what my understanding of it is but you've just worded it like that and it like clicked the same way that you said that like 
it's something that you have to learn and then do it over time so that you get better I suppose like anything like learning a language for the first time you have to do it the first time and then you repeat it otherwise you're not gonna be able to keep it up but it's like for me a lot of the time like gym confidence is one that a lot of people struggle with right like literally just having the confidence to go into a gym but I'm like you're not no matter what you do even if you we worked with you Sinead like and worked on it unless you go into the environment and like push yourself out that side that comfort zone by stepping into it that's the only way you're going to gain real confidence like you can tell yourself all the things of the day but unless you take that one step and put yourself in that environment the only way you can start building it is by going repetitively which is so hard for people to understand but like, there's nothing I can say here to you apart from giving you words of encouragement that are gonna cure that you have to you're gonna still feel uncomfortable when you go in there but that's growth that that exactly what you're talking about that is the space between my comfort zone and becoming fiercely confident yeah going to the gym going 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 we build it up um the I think it's Mel Robinson uses the the definition of confidence I love her love her I actually (laughs) love her so much (laughs) uses the quote like what what like the definition sorry um of confidence to be the willingness to try despite shitting yourself basically <laughs> being terrified I'm sure she uses a much nicer term she more. probably doesn't because that's why I love her yeah. she's amazing um, but she's so normal like she even though she's probably a billionaire she's the most normal person ever she literally says that all the time like she says shit she says like you're fucking shitting yourself you know like she she yeah. does and that's what I love about it because it's more realistic not this like high level of like this is what you need you know it's more like look this is real life let's just get to it this is how we're feeling a hundred percent and I think when I like when I heard that I was like that is it exactly like it brings it all into this like bite-sized chunk and exactly what confidence exactly like you said you're terrified to go to the gym but the minute you go you've taken the power away from that thing when you take the power away from it now I can build my confidence on it because we build it up to be this big, massive, scary monster in our head. And then we get there and we're like, oh, okay, I can actually do this. And step by step, it loses its power and you building confidence. One decreases, the other increases. It takes time, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it works. I guess like from a practical, a practical point of view, like I often have people who, or I know people, or I think we all know people, but like there's sometimes that like maybe every so often you'll get a client and they're just so sabotaging of themselves like mm-hmm. nothing's good enough they're not you know everything's negative 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 and they can't catch themselves on it at all even if you pull it up 10 times mm-hmm. like I suppose it's the hard wiring in the sense of like that's just what they're repeating a lot in their heads and then they're saying it out loud and they can't see between the hedges and I know some people listen to this will find that and often I go through periods where like maybe I'm comparing something and your head's spinning and you have to be like well hang on a second here and bring yourself back to it but I guess if you are listening to this and you maybe are like maybe that's me a bit like I am the person who's like constantly talking you know saying negative things or you know maybe a little bit more pessimistic etc how would you say to them like the first step would be in rerouting those little thoughts or is there anything that they can do practically I suppose in like a day-to-day that they start catching it because maybe they are now that I've said that they're aware now that they're like maybe that's me there's nothing wrong by the way like if anyone's listening to this like like we said you have to work on yourself everyone does yeah so there's not I'm not sitting there being like you're a bad person you're a bad client I think the best people because they're actually willing to do the hard work yeah but yeah anything practical I think that would be helpful 
to to start overcoming like your negative thoughts I would say like bringing awareness to them and consciously catching them so it's grand being like oh I was thinking really negatively about myself but if I think negatively I'm like okay and this is a tool that I use with my clients all the time the metaphor I like to use is you're in a car going in reverse that's your negative talk let's bring it to neutral we do not need to be bombing it forward right now we just want to bring it to neutral all right so you catch it you reject it like oh I'm a really bad person that's not true yeah and start rejecting it and the more you reject it the quieter that voice will get because it has been living rent-free in your mind for the last 20 or 30 years so it actually rules the roost but the minute you start taking back control and be like be quiet that's enough rejecting this thought you are starting to put it back in its box and from there we can start to build on okay what's the belief can we challenge that thought what's the actual fact that comes behind it so I'm a bad person is that true no absolutely not true let's look at evidence now how can I make sure that I know that I'm not a bad person and just building on it from there I think if somebody is stuck in a rut and they're feeling super unconfident or really disliking themselves in any aspect I think clarity is one of the first steps you know how do you want to show up who do you want to be getting clear on that vision and start to take messy action we don't need to be perfect before we can go I don't need to be able to like squat 100 kg before I can go to the gym just get in there turn on the treadmill Put it to like a slow walk if that's what feels good for you. You went, you took messy action. That's already like one step on the ladder. We just want to get 1% better every single day, every single time, just one step at a time. And I'd also say that if you're in a hard place right now and you want to make a change, make one commitment to yourself. If you're in a really low place, it can be, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to shower but it is keeping that promise to yourself. Every single time you set an intention, you set yourself a promise and you keep it, you build on your confidence. You tell your subconscious mind that, hey, I trust you and I believe in myself and I'm worth doing these things for. There's no point in getting to the point of being like, I'm going to go out now and run a 10K if I've never ran in my life. But being able to set a goal that I can 100% achieve will just shift that internal mindset the dialogue and the energy that is happening for you right there and then yeah that's so powerful and I think you said there was a few things there but one of them was um what do you call it the like making the promise to yourself and Mm. one up and that's what I always say to people is just like I suppose like we all have I think a lot anyway of like that identity that we want to become or if it's like you you don't go to the gym and you want to become a gym girl or whatever it is like in order to get there you have to start showing up as the future her like you said messy action like yeah. show up as her like do what she does if she goes to the gym four times a week you go to the gym four times a week you can't get to her unless you do what she does and like bring making those um promises and the power of just like ticking the small things off like don't nothing is too small like drinking your water like you said showering brushing your teeth like maybe do, picking a cute gym outfit all those things and like doing those promises for yourself or creating that like concrete evidence because you've got evidence so much evidence that you need to overcome from past behaviors you need to start creating shit tons of new ones and also like the power I think as well it's important to call out like the how impactful it actually is when you start breaking them promises and why you get back to where 
yeah before because as soon as you start breaking it's it's not the end of the world if you can become aware and like reject it like you said but otherwise it's a chain reaction back to where you go when you can't get out of reverse yes I suppose if you notice that what would you say to people like if you broke a few promises and you're just about to be between the two of like I'm going to go back to square one or I'm going to keep going like is there any question that you ask yourself or anything that you could be like no we're going to stop now so everybody gets into this like everybody gets into a rut where we start being like oh come here that's too hard basket it's cold outside whatever whatever your reasoning is we all get into a rut every now and again but one thing that I would say to my clients is decide make the decision how long are you going to sit in this rut for so you might give yourself an hour you might give yourself till after breakfast or after lunch you know if somebody's going through something really really big they might give themselves the full day but you're making yourself the promise at lunchtime today I am doing these three things and for me I call it my wellness list so I have a list of five to ten things that I absolutely love to do and I have it on my phone in my notes I have it at my bedside locker because when I'm in that place I cannot think of what it is that I love to do But when I'm in this place and I'm feeling great about myself, I know instantly. So create it when you're feeling good. If you're already in that place and you're struggling to think, get up, throw on some really good music and clean your space or have a bop around the place. Shift the energy, get outside and go for a walk. All you need to do in that moment is make the decision and take one actual step. So move your energy, shift things up for yourself because you have the choice what do I want how do I want to feel in an hour how do I want to feel tomorrow yeah and from that I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like yeah getting a life coaching session here no but it is so true and I actually love that like I love the because I think sometimes even I would struggle with like hot like putting the foot down not mm-hmm. on myself because I'll put the foot down on myself to the other extreme but like with clients I'm like where is your breaking point where I'm like I push you too hard versus like this is also you like the only person that's holding you back here is you but like how do you say that and I think that whole you pick the time frame is really helpful to be like yeah. you pick the time frame that you're gonna get out of this rut and, and do that one thing or whatever and I like as well like that the one thing is more like an energy shift rather than like right I'm gonna go to the gym now for some people that might be their energy shift but for yeah. most people it's probably not so yeah. like if yours is just going for a shower or bopping in the kitchen or going outside for a bit of fresh air or going to buy a coke zero or something like that that's just like your thing that you love to do yeah then you do that rather than like think of the big list of things like go and meal prep go and like not your to-do list it's your like you said your wellness list of that little thing that'll just shift your energy like we all have it that you're like oh I love this and this like makes me feel good and sometimes that's all you need because like you said in that dark time you you can't you just can't ration like you can't be like I know what I love like somebody asked me what food I love I'm like I don't know you know like you you just can't make I suppose like see between the hedges or whatever um, and it's really important one thing I actually want to ask is like why do you feel because it's so common like why do you think people have to hit rock bottom before they start climbing back up like you know there's times where people are like I suppose in that rut maybe it's because they're not putting a time frame on it but they're like mm-hmm. they're constantly telling themselves you know like I will I will or like sometimes and they will say it themselves like I have to hit rock bottom until I come out of it but why do you think that that is 
could be an uncomfortable answer for anybody that is in it right now. But I think, I think that people think that's the easy option. Mm-hmm. Staying in this is the easy option. I worked with a girl who um, would say that if she was feeling any way low, she would take the bed because everybody would leave her alone. And she knew that. She knew that she didn't have to answer any questions. She didn't have to deal with people or anything. And sometimes when we're feeling shitty, it's easy to go the whole way to the bottom because that that feels like the easiest option. But if you were to literally set yourself a time frame and be like, I haven't had lunch to get it all out, to wallow in it as much as I want, to have my pity party, to cry it out, to eat all the food until lunchtime. And I can flip that switch by taking myself on a walk. But it in that moment, when you're in that moment, it feels hard to do that. And so the easy option is to just stay. That That's my thought. That's from personal experience. That's from working with a lot of clients. And I know that might not be. I know, I know. I think that's so true. I actually think it's so true. It is true because like, it is easy to do that. It's like easy to sit and scroll on your phone on TikTok and compare because the alternative is getting up and making yourself the iced coffee that looks amazing in your real life like it's the smallest little things and I think like especially I suppose social media does that to us as well because we're like we're so instantly like we're, we're like oh we're fine we're in our rooms we're connected to other people but like realistically outside that door is where I suppose all your troubles actually are and inside here you're in like a little shell so it's easier to stay in here comfortable oh, it- and, and you just said there sorry earlier you were saying when you're applying to say this you're like where's the point I can push them and for me, I always say, I say to myself all the time, choose your heart. Because if for you, staying in that bed is easier, playing the tape forward, what does that look like in three, four weeks time if you've continued doing that? Whereas if you choose the heart of getting up and going for that walk right now and you do that for three or four weeks, what does that look like? Yeah. So you get to choose your path. Yeah. Right there and then. No, that's so good. It's so powerful. It's so like, nice to hear reframes but like beyond the reframe you know like you know that's that's really yeah. cool because I think that's sometimes we're just like but like choose your heart or like you'll see those quotes and you're like yeah but like I don't see past this yeah. or same with like an all or nothing mindset that like after the weekend people can't see beyond the next four weeks so they'll be like I just have to go back to square one when really like I did even a, a read on it today and I was like putting like balls into a glass and I was like this is you for like 13 days in a row come the weekend you're like I'm done now versus if you just skipped two days you could keep going and you'll have all these balls in here yeah. and you can see it build up but you can't at that time see beyond that like even if someone's like should just pick it up tomorrow you're just like no like it's done like you can't see beyond what's going to come so asking yourself that like choose your heart but also like where is that going to get you like this one decision in a few weeks so I think that's really cool that's amazing um so one thing that I want to kind of I suppose get get out of the whole um not the like the harder I think we've talked about the harder side of things like getting out of the rock getting out of everything but like like you see it all over Instagram like I'm literally sitting here with my vision board right beside me (laughs) and I think that's like something that I only came into when I was in my 20s was like I suppose like that whole like making the life that you want to live and I know there was one point where I didn't think that that was even possible like I genuinely grew up like in a very loving family but like you know money wasn't always like the like coming out our ears and like you just kind of went to work you made money and you worked for your money and that was like my life's probably gonna look like my parents life like that's what I kind of thought 
no I don't get me wrong I was in the most loving family ever and I would literally replicate that life again and I would be so happy but I didn't think that there was ever a possibility that like even Tara wouldn't be a radiographer and wouldn't be in that job for 60 years on the same wage and the same pension etc like I didn't think these things happened to people like me or like quote-unquote normal people and then when I realized that like actually you can do whatever fuck that you want in life and nobody gives a shit and actually there is so much for you if you want the stuff mm-hmm. and anyone can do it like shifting into that I think it probably took it took me a long time and even I still I'm on that journey but I think like sometimes when people ask me that I'm like I don't really even know because it's been years and like it was just like little things that probably clobbered on top of each other that I was watching this I was listening to this I was listening to Joe Dispenza probably stumbled on the secret once one thing happened and I was like I believe in it all and then all of a sudden you're just like back in your balls because I'm just like you know what you can do anything like you can and I truly believe that and I think as well as you get older you see people who or maybe friends with you or like you know quite closely and you're kind of like shit like look what they've done like that's amazing but they're in no position different than what you could have done you know or like maybe it's not the same you don't want to actually do the same thing but you can see that anything is possible and I think once you start opening your eyes to that a lot of the time people will be like to me like how do you how do you do that like how do you live in alignment with like what you want or how do you go for that like life that you want that you want to create or you see on Instagram or TikTok hi Sinead all the answers um I love that like I honestly was getting chills listening to you talking about like going from being a radiographer and in a very like you know normal life to what you've created now and that community that you've created now and that all started with a vision and I'm like that's exactly it because we are capable of absolutely everything the thing that stops us is our beliefs the fear is what other people will say the judgments of what people say. I can tell you wholeheartedly that less than a year ago, I had a friend tell me about all these people that had been like, what is she doing? Like she moved over there and she's gone loose in a factual way. And then the last time that I was at home, the same person was like, we're so proud of you. Like, yeah. first I'll ask you why just repeat that from because I think it just paused on my end <laughs> sorry you were saying that you had someone a year ago and then pick it up from there uh yeah so a year ago somebody saying to me that you know people were talking about what I was doing out here what the hell is she doing she moves to Australia she becomes you know a weirdo she's gone Lula and this same person a few months ago was like oh my god we're so proud of you look what you've created look what you've done I always say people will first ask you why. Why are you doing that? And then they'll ask you how. Yeah. Because I can't see it. It's really hard to believe it. But the reality is you are believing in one or the other of the things that you cannot see. You cannot see the fear of the unknown, but you can't see the faith that it will work out. So again, you are choosing which one to believe in. You can't see the end result. But if your mind is telling you that it won't work, your energy will go there and you won't even try because you'll have told yourself all the reasons that you can't. Yeah, so true. So I guess it's like, you, as you said, it's either choosing to be a little bit delulu, like a little bit like it's going to happen, it's going to work or choosing the alternative of like, it's not going to work. Because like you're either way, like what for me, what it was is like, I would literally, and I still remember, like I would sit in theater and I'd be like, dreaming up this thing in my head or I'd be like making Instagram content on the side of like 
in between cases and I would literally be like right now this is so insignificant like if people would be like what is she doing like what is she doing even I was kind of like what is she doing but I was like there's a reason there's there's like even with one person likes this or one person like relates to this and like it would like lead off but if I wasn't sitting there being delusional as AF being like this isn't gonna work what I wouldn't be where I am today as in I would be sitting there in the same seat in the same theater being like well I can't do it when in reality anyone can do it I'm not special I didn't do anything different you know what I mean I just chose to be like it's possible like I've seen other people do things like I can do it too so I think it does start with a little bit of belief to just I suppose not even in yourself but being like there's something more because sometimes it's hard to believe in yourself it's like can I believe in like something else and then that you can attach on to that if that makes sense and I always say to people like you Tara are now evidence for every person that ever wanted to get into online fitness you are the evidence that this can work so why wouldn't it work for that person all they need to do is to start taking aligned action um I absolutely detest the quote fake it till you make it but because I'm like why are we faking this yeah genuinely start showing up as her if you want your life to look like Tara's what do you think Tara's morning looks like she's probably not lying in bed until 9 10 o'clock in the morning scrolling on Instagram she's probably not you know watching Netflix all weekend on repeat so start taking aligned action get clear on your vision get clear on what it is that you want because people are going to talk exactly to my point people are going to talk and when they do you're either going to have such a clear vision that you continue on that ground you continue taking step after step in alignment with that they're only small steps we're not asking you to go out and score like thousands of followers straight away but small actionable steps because when you reach that it will be so worth it when you get to that first milestone that you set for yourself again it's evidence okay I'm on the right path this is working I can do this yeah 100% I think that's so true and I also think that sometimes we look not too far ahead because it's so good to like look very far ahead but also small set smaller goals Mm -hmm. like I think a lot of the time even like now I'm I would help anyone who came to me I was like I want to start coaching I'd be like right this is what I did it might work for you it might not work for you also I didn't have a clue what I was doing you're not gonna have a clue now what I say now probably doesn't even make sense that's okay and I always wanted to normalize that and even when I was like on my stories I was like look I haven't got a clue how to run a business but like we're here we're doing it like we'll figure it out and that is what you have to do but I think a lot of the time and any time that I held myself back probably like I would have got here quicker if I had stopped holding myself back at points because I sometimes looked so far ahead like I looked looked at coaches who had like you know hundreds and hundreds of clients and I didn't look at the the coach who had you know got our first 10 when really I was going for my first 10 so like setting yeah have a bigger picture but also set like something in before that so you can celebrate that and then you can step up and step up and step up and that's what it is it stares like 100% it just takes time and you just have to look like okay well I don't like for example if you're starting your own coaching business today I'd be like right well how do people know that you coach you need to start up an Instagram page Mm -hmm. yes your friends and family are going to be like what the fuck are you doing it doesn't matter because they're not going to buy from you yeah they might be your first client because they're your family and they love you but they're in in long terms like see now I don't care that my friends don't like my comment my videos I don't care that I would actually like unfollow me because it's not for you and I'm not trying to speak to you I'm trying to speak to those other people so that only comes and I never thought like that whenever I first started like you know all those things will toggle on top of each other but 
like just take one step today and then you'll start layering and layering and layering and layering and all of a sudden you'll be like oh my god like now I'm working from my laptop and like that's a huge win and celebrate those wins celebrate it all like every little step and again like who cares what anybody else thinks who cares if you have 10 followers versus somebody having 100,000 followers don't compare your day one to their day like 365 you can't we're on different levels we're on different pages and I think celebrating yourself is so key because again it gives you that momentum of like shit yeah I could do that and now look at me going like, next challenge because I'm well able for it yeah and anyone like literally if I could just talk to that in everyone's head I'm like you can do anything like yeah. how do you think people become CEOs how do people like do whatever they want to do or you know even if you don't you don't want to do that and you want to work in a cafe like how do you do that you you like you can do anything yeah. that you want to do or you can learn because that's one thing that I feel like school didn't teach us even though it taught us to learn like why does it not tell you that you can do anything like you can do anything you don't have to be put in a box and if you are in a box this might look different for you it might not be like completely changing your career but it could be something completely different it could be stepping into whatever you like to do in your hobbies or meeting new friends that you love to meet etc or like just creating new friendships or communities like you can literally do anything and I think both of us are probably a testament to that because like I look at your life and I'm like well I wouldn't do that but I would do what I do you know so everyone's looks individual and it's vice versa you wouldn't want to do what I do but you do what you do because that was your own vision board and that's what you thought and sometimes I do think we all get caught up in each other's being like well look, look what she's doing and yeah. it, I think social media has given us that it's yeah. like a privilege and a curse because you can be like okay actually other people are striving but like what's on her vision board like maybe I need that too yeah. like no you yeah. don't like no you don't even like the other day we went and made vision boards on the beach me and Maria and I was like we were both like caught, cutting off the same magazines or whatever and like to be fair there's probably those things that were similar there but I was like I wasn't even thinking about our vision board I was like I don't care like it's not your like this is my life and like what does mine look like and what do I want in it not what I think is on her that I should have too you know um, it's your where- vision like and and if you like if you are so busy checking out what everybody else's vision is you don't have clarity on your own you know you just need to put the blinkers on and be like this is what I want and make sure you have fun along the way I think that that's a big part of it I think you know we see people and they're like I want to become a CEO which means I need to work a thousand hours a week and never have any fun but when we bring in fulfillment and the energy of fun that creates a whole new motivation and energy within us that gives us the drive and the motivation to keep going yeah I like that no it's so true it's literally so true because I actually when I first met you I remember I was saying because I think a lot of people who you didn't know me online before but a lot of people would look at me because I I grew online very quickly they were like how was that I think like people only who work in social media spaces probably get that like that was a big jump you know like how did that affect you and I was like I think everyone like looks at it and be like that's amazing incredible and it was and I was completely on that wagon but like I was so burnt out mm-hmm. and the la- there was a lack of fun in my life like yeah. I was just cu- like a little ball of cortisol I would say like a little red hot flea emoji because I was just like you know stressed all the time like up to high dough like you know there's a lot yeah. more life etc but like now that I came here and I'm in a different place and I could move away from that I'm like you have to have fun along the way because if you can't have fun it's not worth it 
you know like if you're not enjoying your life outside of it if you're not having your own date nights if you're not taking time off you know it's what's it fall for because you can't show up you can't show up fully and even I look at some of the videos and I'm like my eyes are dead behind those I would never post that now because I'd be like you know what I mean like yeah hindsight's a great thing and everything but I think when you step out of it and you say you're like I actually need this and you're not you're not like there's nothing wrong with you even if you want to be a CEO just because you want to go outside and play with football like that doesn't make you childish we need play in our lives we need fun in our lives we need excitement 100 and I think to your point that know your why you know you were saying that you were exhausted you weren't having date night you weren't having time with your partner with your family with your friends whatever that looks like when you were in the depth of it but coming back like getting clear in your vision come back to your why because that was probably your never your why your why was more than likely so that I can work from my laptop I can have more adventure more fun more time and more freedom but if I'm given all that way for success then have I get like have I actually achieved what I wanted to achieve you know so <laughs> we've gone on such a tangent I'm so sorry but I think to your original point that how or how would somebody get to this? How would somebody just make the thing? Get clear in your vision, know your why. And I think from just having this chat with you, know what success means to you. How will you know that you've achieved it? Yeah, because if you don't celebrate, otherwise we're just... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like you have to celebrate the wins along the way. And it's a whole thing of like, you have to have not an end goal because the goal you, you'll get to the end and then you'll set a new goal that does that's not the the definition you know like when you want to be successful you have to recognize the little successes that you've been successful at the time and then there's a bigger one and a bigger one and a bigger one but like what does that look like for you like is that balance is that money is that you know whatever it is in your life and it will look different for everyone so like not comparing yourself um yeah. but I think this was so 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 good and so helpful um I think for a variety of reasons like I think we we touched on the dark spaces and also on like the good because mm-hmm. a lot of the time they do coexist and sometimes like coming out of the dark trenches you can't only get back to neutral you can't start going forward like you said in the car um and sometimes when you've got the momentum going you're like right I'm going to keep going because that's often what you say people will be like I was in such a bar- dark place and now you look at them and they're like, whoa, we're so confident. But it's because they did all that hard work. They got the momentum going and they kept going mm-hmm. um, that they can get to the other side. So it just shows that like there is, there's hope for everybody and everyone can do, like we said, anything that they want to do, especially when it comes to mastering your mindset. Because once you get the right help and the right direction, mm-hmm. things that you can do alone, it's very much like, like health and fitness coaching or fat loss coaching. Like once you know what to do, why you're doing it, you yeah. can call yourself out on it, then you can go alone. Like you don't need us forever. But it's like getting that initial little bit of help. Like if you were to learn a language, it's the same thing. So if people do feel like they need help or they want to check out your services, tell us where we can find you. So I am predominantly on Instagram at the wellness gal underscore between each word. Um, and yeah, you can find out everything and all my my services and whatnot all through that yeah perfect I will link it down below guys and just for reference so Sinead is in Sydney but she does online coaching so she does online coaching for mindset and she also does in-person classes um like healing circles and um all that in Sydney and she also does Reiki in Sydney as well so if anyone's in Sydney you can avail of her in person but if not you don't have to miss out either because she works with people worldwide which is the beauty of an online service yeah. Um, yeah so thank you so so much definitely check her out guys I will link her below and have a lovely day and keep it lit thank you thank you so much bye